Hallelujah. And I'd like to ask you, what's your name? <laughs> It's a question, yes? What's your name? Tell to the person beside you your name. What's your name? Now I have another question. What's the meaning of your name? Tell to your neighbor. <laughs> If you know, what's the meaning of your name? Tell to them. And I got some water here. <laughs> Do you know the meaning of your name? Yeah? My name is Paulo. And Paul. <laughs> Paul. <laughs> And the meaning is the small one. <laughs> the short, small one. Yeah, this is the meaning. Lillian, my wife, it means spirit, innocent. Do you know Josias? Josias, everybody knows there. The Lord brings salvation. Wow. Another meaning, protector of humanity. Yes. <laughs> Praise God for that. Yeah. <laughs> after message, after this message, message, you can Google and search your, the meaning of your name <laughs> if you don't know. <laughs> Ask your parents, okay, or go Google it, okay? And I'm sure you will find the meaning of your name. <laughs> and in the Bible, why, why did I ask you? Because in the Bible, there are many situations where the babies who were born and were given a special name that would come to shape their destiny. Their names shape their destiny. Like Moses, take from the waters. Yes? David, the meaning, he's the beloved. And God said, he's my beloved. Elijah, the Lord is my God. Power. Obadiah is a small prophet, a small uh, chapter in the Bible. Servant of the Lord. Yes? And today we will see some people in the Bible who had a name, but later on their lives received another name with a totally different meaning. And we call that renamed. God renamed them. So the message today is rename it. <laughs> When I was thinking about, and I'm thinking about this message, I don't know, maybe six months. God spoke to me one day there. I wrote to my phone, and I started to search and pray and read the Bible to try to, to search, to find what God wants to speak to us. And today the message is rename it. And what's the meaning of the word rename? Do you know? What's the meaning of the word rename? It's to give something a new name. You have a name for that or for that person, and you rename it, okay? You give a new name. So we are going to see that we need to rename many things in our lives. Pay attention. Today you're going to realize that you have to rename Many things, many situations in your life. Even the meaning of who you are. So let's, the let's check the Bible right now. Some people who are renamed by God, okay? And the first, you know the story. 
Abram to Abraham. Yes, he was Abram before. Look what the Bible says in Genesis chapter 17, from verse 1 to 5. When Abram was 99 years old, almost 100 years, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am God Almighty. Walk before me faithfully and be blameless. Then I will make my covenant between me and you, and will greatly increase your numbers. <coughs> Abram, fell, Abram fell face down, and God said to him, As for me, this is my covenant with you. You will be the father of many nations. Verse 5. No longer will you be called Abram. Your name from now will be Abraham, for I have made you a father of many nations. Amen. Abraham was a man without children, with almost a hundred years old. And do you know what's the meaning of Abraham? When their parents came to him, <laughs> when he was born, his mom looked to him and said, Your name will be Abraham. That means exalted father. Or a highest father. Can you imagine it? Almost a hundred years old living with a name without children. And when he has this encounter with God, God appears to him and says, You are Abram, an exalted father. But now I renamed you to Abraham, which means father of many nations. Father of of many nations. From now on, you're going to be a father of many, many nations. We have a meaning for your name right now, Abraham. People won't mock you anymore because of your name, Abraham, <laughs> because you'll be a father of many nations. I am renaming in you. And one lesson here, God can give you a new destiny when he renamed you. God can give you a new destiny. From that time on, Abraham had a long journey until seeing God moving on his case and he became a father of men. Look what the Bible says in Romans chapter 4, 17. Therefore, the promise comes by faith so that it may be by grace and may be guaranteed to all Abraham's offspring. Not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who have faith of Abraham. He is the father of us all. It's fulfilled here. As it's written, I have made your, you a father of many nations. He is our father in the sight of God, in whom he believed. Now, the God who gives life to the dead and calls into being things that were not. Abraham became a father of a great nation, Israel, because he believed. He believed in God who gives life to the dead and calls into being things that are not. And I tell you today, if you are not sure about your destiny, if you are worried about your future, maybe because many of your friends have failed or many of your family have failed, I invite you today to rename it right now. Rename it this part of your life. Amen? Rename this situation. 
call into being things that are not. Rename this situation today. Pray to God and declare, I won't be like them. I won't make the same mistakes like them. I learned by watching others. So let's rename my destiny, my future. I will have a blessed family. You have to declare that. My children will serve the Lord. My marriage will be a blessing. My work will be a good workplace where I can be myself, where I can make money to bless my house. Rename the situation you are in. Rename the circumstance that you are living. Call into being things that are not by faith. Call it again. Prophesy it. Rename the situation. Amen? Sometimes we are living in a circumstance that the people, they look to us and says, well, you cannot go through it. You're going to survive. You are not going to survive. <laughs> you need to give up. Just rename that, okay? No, I will. <laughs> in God, I can do all things. He's with me. I will call the dead things again. <laughs> I will resurrect my dreams again. I will get the purpose of God to my life. And I will do it through this circumstance. Because I'm renaming it again. Amen? So we have another great example about someone who, who was renamed by God. This is really good. It's Jacob to Israel. And if you know the story, <laughs> the Bible tells us about Isaac and Rebekah. And they had twins, yes? And the Bible says in Genesis chapter 25, 2 verse 24 and 26, says, When the time came for Rebekah to give birth, there were twin boys in her womb. The first to come, come out was ready, his color. And his whole body was like a hairy garment. So they named him Esau. After this, his brother came out with his hand grasping Esau's heel. <laughs> Can you imagine that? <laughs> he was grabbing his brother. So he was named Jacob. Isaac was six. 60 years old, when Rebekah gave birth to them. So from Rebekah's belly, Jacob had already received his name. And which means, what means Jacob? He who deceives, or he who grasps some hills. Look at this meaning for one child. The deceiver. Wow, Jacob, you are the deceiver. <laughs> Every day he was called deceiver. Jacob is a good name, but when you look the meaning, <laughs> the deceiver. Be careful with him. Be careful with Jacob because he is deceiver. He can deceive you. He will hold you by the heel. The people talked a lot about that. When Jacob came and grabbed his friends, what's your name? John, Peter, Simon, <laughs> your name? Jacob, deceiver. Wow, you are a deceiver, man. Get out from here. <laughs> I don't want your friendship. <laughs> you are a deceiver. I cannot imagine 
how it must have been to deal with that name. But it was his name, the deceiver. And he experienced many things because of that. And to know Jacob's story is to know what, that his life was one of never-ending struggles. Can you see your life there? <laughs> to know Jacob is to know, man, he had a lot of troubles. He had a lot of troubles. He, said, he deceived his brother, Esau. Once Esau was hungry, and Jacob convinced him to give him his birthright, his blessing from his father, in exchange for some food. Esau accepted because Jacob was good. <laughs> he was a deceiver. This is his name. He deceived his father, Isaac. Isaac wanted to give his blessing to the first son, Esau. But Jacob put on Esau's clothes and went to his blind father's presence and said, It's me, father, Esau. <laughs> he was a deceiver. <laughs> He came to his blind father, almost dying, and said, I am Esau, you can bless me. I am Esau. He was a deceiver. But Jacob, the deceiver, he repents from everything he did wrong. Praise God for that. <laughs> he suffered the consequences, yes, from his acts. And through God promised Jacob that through him would come not only a great nation, but a holy company of nations. He was a man full of fear and anxieties. And now Jacob was about to meet his brother again. Many years later that he deceived his brother, Esau. Yes, he was not talking to him anymore. He had no more contact, no more meetings with his brother. Many years later, he was there. To have the first contact again with his father. And he had to flee as well of his father-in-law, Laban. He was in trouble here. He was ready to be blessed, to be changed. He could not hold that name anymore. Many years later, he realized that he was bad. He was evil. He was a deceiver. And he decided to change. And he got a, meaning, a meeting with his brother, Esau. He wanted to go there and say, I'm sorry. My name is Cruel. <laughs> I did something really wrong for you. I fulfilled the purpose of my name. I don't want to live anymore like that. Sorry, Esau. He was ready to be blessed again. He was ready to be changed again. And then he had a meeting with God. Jacob had a meeting with God. Look what the Bible says what happened during all night that he met God. So Jacob, Genesis 32. So Jacob was left alone. And a man, you, you translate here, an angel of the Lord or the Lord wrestled with him till daybreak. It's not a man. Is an angel of the Lord here who rested, fought with him till daybreak. When the man saw that he could not overpower Jacob, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip 
so that his hip was wrenched and he wrestled with the man. Then the man said, Let me go, Jacob, for it's daybreak. But Jacob replied, I will not let you go unless you bless me. The man asked him, What's your name? <laughs> the angel knew the story. <laughs> But he wanted to speak again to Jacob to remind him, What's your name? And Jacob said, I'm Jacob. Then the angel said, mm -mm, Your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled, fought with God and with humans, and have overcome. Hallelujah. Jacob was facing God there. And during the entire night, he fought with God. We don't know how fight was that. How battle? In prayer, or try to hold, be here, give me your blessing. We don't know. But he insisted with God. He insisted to the angel. And the angel said, let me go. And Jacob replied, no, I will not let you go. You can kill me, but I won't let you go until you bless me. So the angel said to him, okay, Jacob, your name will no longer be deceiver anymore. <laughs> your name will no longer be deceiver, but prince of God, Israel, prince of God, because you fought with God and conquered your blessing. Hallelujah. <laughs> What a changer here. From deceiver to prince of God. To a conqueror. <laughs> And finally, no more Jacob. But now, he is Israel. Hallelujah. A new name. A new meaning to live. And we have another lesson here. God gives you a new meaning to your life. For how long you have been carrying a heavy burden because of your name? For how long have you carried a heavy burden because your surname, the people know your family? The people know your past. The people know what you did wrong and you are carrying that upon your shoulders. For how long? Have you carried that? This kind of heavy burden? Because your parents? Because some relatives? Distant relatives? Or because yourself? Because myself? You feel guilt for something you did wrong. But you regret it. You've repented for that. So I call you. It's time to rename it. It's time to change the name, to give a new name, a new meaning for your life. It's time to have an encounter with God like Israel. No more Jacob. <laughs> like Israel. It's time to spend time in God's presence until you are blessed. It's time to listen to God saying to you, you are no more Paulo. No that Paul in the past. Now you are my servant. Now you are my son. Now you are my daughter. Now you are ready to fulfill your purpose here. Jacob became Israel. 
from the silver to a prince of God. And God is waiting for you to listen to you and giving a new meaning to your life. Amen? <coughs> Look what the Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. But you, church, you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into His wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you received mercy and mercy from God. You have a new meaning to your life. You are chosen people. You are a royal priesthood. You are part of a holy nation. You are God's special possession. You, you are in God's hand. Don't forget that. You are the people of God. You are receiving mercy from God. You are receiving a new meaning to your life. So rename it right now. Rename it. And live a new meaning. And now the story keeps going. <laughs> this family... It's a good family, <laughs> a lot of troubles, <laughs> but a lot of, a lot of blessings from God, yes? Israel, who was once Jacob, he's waiting now another son. Rebecca is pregnant. <laughs> and now it's a new time in his life, yes? He was, he was not more Jacob, not more the deceiver. He's the Israel. He's the prince of God. And at this time... Rebecca had some complications during childbirth. And look what happened. The Bible tells us, verse 7. And as she was, uh, Rebecca, as Rebecca was having great difficulty in childbirth, the midwife said to her, Don't despair, Rebecca, for you have another son. As she breathed her last, for she was dying, she named her son. He will be called Benoni, or Benoni, Benoni. But what the Bible says? But his father, Israel, he said, no, no, no Benoni. His name will be Benjamin, Benjamin. And she died. Look what happened here. <laughs> Jacob, he was a deceiver. He had an encounter with God. He fought with God. He wanted his blessing. And the, God said to him, Now you are not more a deceiver. You are prince of God. Your name I changed right now. No more deceiver. You are a blessing now. You are a prince of God. And now he has a son. And his wife is dying. Rebecca. And the last desire of his, her heart was, I will name him Benoni. Do you know what it means, Benoni? <laughs> son of my trouble. Son of my pain. Wow. <laughs> yes. It's the last desire of Rebecca. She was almost dying. And she looks to Abraham, she looks to the midwife and says, no. 
He's the son of my pen. Give this name to her, to him. But what Jacob did? <laughs> no. Why? Because Jacob, Israel, he knew what it was to live with a name, with negative meaning. He knew what to live with a label in your forehead, a label here. <laughs> they put on for your conduct. A meaning of something you did wrong or something that happened to someone else, but you have to carry it. He knew it. Jacob knew that. He had felt it for many years. Many years he had felt the pressure because of his name. And now he has a chance to change it. He has a chance to rename it. <laughs> so his wife was dying. But Jacob decided to rename the child. He said, he won't be Benoni, a son of my pen. No. I know that will happen if he has to carry it for all his life. He has no fault over this situation. And he will instead be named Benjamin, which means son of my right hand, my blessing. My desire <laughs> is my little son, <laughs> my little babe. I will take care of him. Benjamin, no more Benoni. No more son of my pen. He's not my trouble. He's not my problem. No. <laughs> He is my blessing. He's my right hand. A son that I want to have. A son that I love. He will be on my care. And I will fight for him always. I will love him and he will be a precious man in God's presence. And what a lesson we have here. Rename it. Don't take other people's blame upon yourself. Don't let it happen. Don't let. Do not let it happen. Rebecca was dying. But it was not the child's fault. It's not Benjamin's fault. No. It's not fair to the kid carry his guilt for the rest of his life. No one should be burdened of guilt of being born into a destroyed house. No one. You cannot blame yourself because you were born in a destroyed house. You cannot blame yourself because your parents, they get divorced. You cannot blame yourself because your father died when you are young. You cannot blame yourself because you are poor. You cannot blame yourself. Do not let this heaven burning be carried by you. If you had issues growing up because you didn't have enough to get on, you don't have to keep living in misery now. No. No more. <laughs> If something happened and someone tried to put wrongful blame over you, it's not fair. Do not take the blame. Deliver it to God and rename it. Amen? Rename it today. You won't be a son of pen. Listen to me. <laughs> you will not be a son of pen. A trouble. You are Benjamin. <laughs> You are the God's right. Amen? 
God's son, God's daughter. And also, I invite you to bless your kids. Look to them and rename them. <laughs> Call them my blessing, <laughs> my prince, my prince of God. Prophesy over them a new destiny, a new future, a new meaning to live. So they won't have to carry guilt for others. Amen? No more Benoni, son of my pen. But Benjamin, son of my right hand. And to finish up here, do you know that one day you will be renamed? <laughs> one day I won't be called Paulo, the small one. <laughs> no more. Look what the Bible says. Revelation chapter 2, verse 17. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the church. The one who is victorious, I will give some of the hidden manna. Now, I will also give to that person a white stone with a new name written on it. Know only to the one who receives. The Bible says that in heaven you receive a new name in heaven. A new name. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> and the meaning no one knows. Only you and God. And I start to think about that when I was written, uh, writing. Because I said, what's the meaning? And I thought, probably, I don't know, yeah? It's my theory. <laughs> probably is the meaning that what I was on earth. And only God knows. And he'll tell to me, you are the conqueror. <laughs> I watched you all days of your life. And you had a standard. <laughs> like heat. And this is your meaning. And you received this white stone written with your name. You're going to put there. <laughs> and everybody from heaven will ask you, what's the meaning of your name? <laughs> tell me. And you have a story to tell them. <laughs> you have some news. What you did on earth. You will be renamed. And I tell you, even Jesus Christ that died on the cross with a plague that said, the king of Jews. Remember that? Pilate, he prepared this plague for the Jews. He gave and said, he is your king, put there. And the Roman soldiers, they put big letters to everybody, see, Jesus, the king of Jews, the king of Jews. And Jesus died like that. But look how Jesus will come back to earth. Revelations 19, 12 to 16. His eyes are like blazing fire. And on his head are many crowns. He has a name written on him that no one knows. But he himself. Wow. It's a mystery here. We don't know. But he has another name that no one knows. And more. On his robe and on his tight, he has this name written. King of kings and lords 
of lords. Hallelujah! <laughs> Even Jesus Christ. Pilate prepared a terrible plague for him. <laughs> and he tried to rename Jesus the Messiah to put in a box. Like, no, you are the king only for the Jews. <laughs> and put there, the king of Jews. But now he's come with his white horse. Hallelujah! <laughs> with a sword in his lips, his mouth... And he's tight written, no, I'm not king of Jews. I'm the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Hallelujah. Rename it. Rename it. <laughs> Rename the situation you are going through. You are able to do that. Go to God. He's ready to help you to rename this situation you are living. Don't say, oh, it's the worst time ever in my life. Don't say that. If you are living a hard situation... A hard day today. And you, you cannot say that. It's the hardest time in my life. No. But the writer said, it's an opportunity to be changed by God and see miracles. Every time I go in troubles, I ask God, God, please, what miracle are you going to do? <laughs> because I've seen many miracles in my life. When I was in trouble. When I was in trouble. I remember one day, the first time that I come back to Brazil... And I had no car because I left everything. I sold everything to come here, but I need to go back again. And then I had no car, and I was going to preach in another town. And one friend, one buddy, he said, come at my house. I told I cannot go. I have no car. <laughs> he said, no, you need to come here. And I told my father, please, borrow your car from me because I need to preach. My, my friend is, is telling to me, go there. And I got my father's car, and I went there. When I arrived there... He had three cars in his garage, three cars, nice cars. And I thought, wow, you're rich now. I started to make some jokes to him. And, I started, and he said, wow, but your car is poor, yeah? <laughs> because my father had borrowed me one old car, you know? I said, yeah, it's not my car, for my father. I have no car now. <laughs> he said, why? I thought, because I need one special car, a big car, you know, to go. And I told him the name. And he had this car in his garage. And he said, but I have mine here. Buy. And I thought, man, you don't understand. I'm a missionary. <laughs> I sold everything to go to Ireland. Now I come back. My life is not trouble. <laughs> now I'm in bad situation. I have no money. He said, now I understood what the Holy Spirit said to me. And I thought, what? <laughs> he said, when I run to you, my wife felt the Holy Spirit talk to them. Give what he needs. Just that. But we didn't know. And now I know you need a car. Give him what you have in an account. This car is yours. Take. You, wow, don't do that, man. <laughs> don't do He said, yes, take. It's not me. God's blessing you. Just take this car. Oh, my God. <laughs> God, so I got the car and I drove until the, another town just to preach with a new car. <laughs> My preach was full of joy. Yes, <laughs> In time of troubles, don't say it's the worst time of my life. But be ready to get an opportunity to see blessings. To see miracles from heaven because God is ready to bless you. God is ready to make, perform some nice miracles upon you, upon your life. Rename it and receive a new meaning for your life. Spend time in prayer. 
like Jacob, he became Israel because he was praying, he was fighting <laughs> until he get his blessing. Until you receive a new meaning to your life, pray. Tell to God, I won't leave you, God. I will insist. I will be perseverant until you bless me. <laughs> until you bless me. Rename it and do not take the blame for others. No more Benoni. Okay? No more Benoni. You are prince of God. You are princess of God. For God, forget what they told about yourself. Forget about the meaning of your name. God has changed that. He's renamed you right now. Amen? Don't carry burdens that do not belong to you. Do not carry that. Live your life. Fear God. And be ready to receive what He prepared for you. And in heaven, you will have a new name. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm curious. <laughs> I want to say, I, I'd like to say, to, to, to know what's the meaning, what's the new name I will receive there. But in heaven, you receive a new name. So start to work on this name right now. <laughs> Because if it's a meaning that you, what you lived here on earth, start to work on that name. Start to live a pleasant life before God and trust in His power. He can change every situation in your life. And He can use you in wonderful ways. Amen? So today I invite you to rename. <laughs> rename it. I don't know what you are going through. I don't know the type of problem that you are living now. If some problems in your heart, in your mind, or body, physical, yes, or spiritual things, or in your family, or in your job you are struggling with something, but God is calling you, rename, rename that, change it, amen? From Abraham to Abraham, from Jacob to Israel, from Benoni to Benjamin. Hallelujah. Amen. So let's stand up. Let's pray, talk to God and ask him to help us to rename us. To give a new destiny for our lives. To give a new future. We need that. Amen. I give you a few minutes to pray. Just close your eyes. Start to pray to God and present Him. Present to Him the trouble that you are living. The worries that you are facing. The fears that you have. Present to God the burden heavens that you are carrying for many years. And now you know that's not your fault. You don't need to carry it anymore. Present to God. Tell Him that is not the worst time ever of your life. <laughs> 
No, I don't accept it. It's an opportunity to see you moving among us, Father. It's an opportunity to experience more, more of Holy Spirit, more of you. Jesus' name. Blessed be your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your message today. Thank you because you are encouraging us to make a decision to rename our names, to rename the meaning of our life, to rename the situations that we are going through. Thank you for Abraham's life. You changed his name for the exalted father with no children to Abraham, a father of many nations, Father. Thank you for that. We are calling the dead things again, Father. Things that do not exist, we call them again to our lives. Resurrect some dreams in our hearts, Father. Resurrect your plan in our lives. In Jesus' name. We don't want to be like Jacob, the deceiver. Someone that people look to him and say, not the meaning of your name is so terrible. I don't like you. Father, we don't want to, to be judged by others because our name. So please rename from deceiver, from a hard and bad past. A past that we did many things, many evil things. We want to go to the future to be a prince. A princess of God, Father, in Jesus' name. No more deceiver, no more liar, no more a, a, a bad French friend, but now a good son of God, a prince of God, a princess of God, in Jesus' name. Father, we don't want to put names in people like Benoni because we are suffering and we are looking to them and saying, You need to suffer as well, you need to feel my pain. I don't want to feel pain alone. You need to be hurt as well. We don't want to be like Rebecca that she did with he, her child, Father. We want to be like Israel that he looked to that situation and said, it's not his fault. His name will be Benjamin, a blessing son, a son of my right hand, a son that I will take care, I will protect, I will love forever. In Jesus' name, help us to do not be Benoni, to do not carry this hard meaning because others, don't the blame of others, Father, but want to carry your presence, your peace, your joy, your grace, your mercy upon us. In Jesus' name. And how also, Father, help us to live here, working in our new name that we, we want to receive in heaven, Father. The new name written in the white stone. We want to have a different and marvelous meaning, a meaning of someone that worked hard here on earth to praise you, to bless your name, to be with your church, to be your body, to be holy, to bless others, to be some honest and holy person here on earth, Father. Please rename us. Rename the situation that we are living. We are living an opportunity to experience miracles from you. And we want to give all glory, all honor, all praise, because we know that you are going ahead of us, Father. You are opening the ways to walk and see miracles, because you are renamed us 
right now. In Jesus' name, I bless my brothers and sisters here. We bless this week. Be with us. Protect us. Help us to remain with this message. Father, please, Holy Spirit, speak to us more and more through your word. Be with us in our job. Wherever we go, be with us and help us to see the world with another perspective, Father. The perspective that you are good and your love endures forever. In Jesus' name, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be your protector forever. And you be blessed by him now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah.